Hello, and thank you for listening to Oh Heck No, a Naked and Afraid podcast. I'm Malu Beyonce, and every week, me and my co-host, Debbie V, take a deep dive into one of Discovery's Naked and Afraid episodes. Hey, listen, we know we're just armchair survivalists judging, rating, praising, and criticizing and questioning the contestants on the show, but this is for entertainment purposes only. We know that these are real people and have real lives, but that's not what we're judging. We're judging the show and what Discovery has edited and put out there. So let's have some fun and get the party started. Hey everybody, we are finally back. It's me, Malu, and my co-host, Debbie V. And we are so happy to be back for another episode of Oh Heck Nah. We took a long, long break, Debbie. Long. It was the holidays, though. It was the holidays, and there wasn't an active season. But another season is coming up. Everybody's super excited about it. But I have some news I want to share with you first. Okay. I'm ready. Debbie, I actually met in person the Black Cowboy. (laughs) And I totally... Fangirled out. I was like, it's the black cowboy. Did you? No, you didn't. Oh my God. I felt so <laughs> stupid. Super nice, super tall, and super sexy. Really? Yes. He does look tall. It, I didn't know he was he that tall. I was tall. like, geez, it's the black cowboy. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I was shocked. And then he asked me a question. He was like, so have you, you know, filled out your application and sent your audition in yet? And I was like, I don't want to be on the show. Audition. (laughs) And I could see like his face drain. Like he was like so disappointed. He was like, you don't want to be on the show. And I was like, no, I don't want to be on the show. Oh my gosh. I don't want to die. I do want to say that he mentioned the cruise and he asked if we were going on the Naked and Afraid cruise. Oh my gosh. And that there's going to be a lot of people from the show there. And he's really got me turned on to that idea. So me and Debbie might be going on the cruise. It just depends. So let's get this show started. So we maybe, you know, we can get some more fans listening and we'll be able to go on the show, on the cruise. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So this is Naked and Afraid, Season 12, Episode 10, Bite Me. And it has Andrew Shade and Elizabeth Hensley. Now, we're looking at Andrew Shade because he's going to be on the upcoming season of Naked and Afraid Season 15. Yay. So, the show gets started off great, right? Mm Mm-hmm. We have a man laying on on his tummy with his butt up with another man saying, oh, this is not going to be pleasant. (laughs) I was like, what is going on? Yeah. Did you like that? I did. I was like, you had me at hello. It had me right there. Yes. I knew it was going to be good. I kind of don't like the openings because they kind of tease us and we already know what's going to happen on the show. But, I mean, it does get interesting. Mm, Okay. So we have our opening where they, you know, introduce us to the contestants. And we meet Andrew. He's 38 and he says he's nervous. He talks about him being a cheerleader. And in that audition tape, they show him doing a cartwheel. That (laughs) cartwheel was horrible. It was not a good cartwheel. (laughs) <laughs> supposedly he's a cheerleader that was funny but it wasn't that good and then do you really think being a cheerleader prepares you to be on naked and afraid oh i don't know i i would think not i would think not i started thinking about it i've never i've never met a male cheerleader have you i don't know one personally so maybe they're bad a's 
and I just don't know it. No. It did have me at cheerleader, though. I'm like, oh, I'm watching this. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. I like him, but I just, I mean, he's very proud of being a cheerleader, too. Yeah. He's like, I was a first gay cheerleader. Okay, maybe he didn't say gay. He's like, I was a first boy cheerleader. And then when he meets Elizabeth, he's like, yeah, I was a cheerleader. <laughs> like, he's very proud of being a cheerleader. So I'm going to call him cheer guy, most likely. Cheer guy. Okay. And he's a comic book writer. So this is just not what you would think. Like, okay, cheerleader, comic book writer, gay. And he does mention how, you know, gay people are looked down upon. They are not as tough. But this is not the guy. I think they put him on there to fail. I'm like, this guy can't have great survival skills. Is that what you thought? Yeah, no, I didn't. When he talked a little bit more about his background, though, hard upbringing, Mm -hmm. you know, made his skin a little tougher. I I do think so. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, that could happen. Mm -hmm. Make Mm -hmm. someone tough. Well, I mean, they're showing him, you know, starting fires and everything. And he says he loves honey. (sighs) Oh, and he also says this is very important, that he likes to set snare traps and deadfalls remember deadfalls from sam and gold star and joe okay so he says he knows how to do snare traps and he likes to set up deadfalls right and he doesn't have the stereotype that gay men are not tough enough so i i like him so far in the intro i like him you like him i like him and i think that it's just a stereotype just like uh they say a woman can't do what a man can you know what i mean not Mm -hmm. i don't i don't i don't think that's true at all so we'll, well see. Well, good for you. We'll see. Good for you. All right. Well, <laughs> what, tell me about Elizabeth. Elizabeth is a farm raised, I think it was um, up in northern New York in the country. I don't know. Oh, yeah, New York. Uh, You're right. Mm-hmm. It, I think it was New York. Um, it sounds like she was raised by a very strong, independent, single mother, um, which I have to say is that how I, how I was raised. Um, uh, and man, she's a go-getter. Uh, what'd she say? She could smell animals? Yeah, and catch a rabbit with her bare hands. Yeah. Come on, girl. I'm like, uh, you're pretty quick then, lady. Yeah? I'm scared of her. I think she's a bad egg. <laughs> I mean, yeah. she's like, I can smell them. I can get them out, you know, pluck birds out of trees. What? Who plucks birds out of trees? Yeah, well, and you could totally tell she's like someone that, you know, grew up outdoors, you know, on a farm. I, I really see her like that. Mm-hmm. Have I you do. seen that dating website for farmers only or something like that? <laughs> she would be the poster child. I mean, if you like a farm girl, she's the girl to go to. Yeah. She looked tough. I like her. All right. So let's get started in the whole actually get into the show. They meet each other. They hug. You know, of course, they're in their honeymoon phase where they love each other. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, he mentions that he's a cheerleader. <laughs> so they start their trek and their feet are hurting. They're going to the Boma or they're going to find a place to set up their Boma. And they get there. She starts building the fire and he starts setting up the Boma. Now it says 20 minutes later, she was still trying to set the fire. Now, listen, I don't know how to do a fire, but I know she was doing it wrong. The bird's nest little thing, it was way too thin. Yeah. And she literally said, I'm scared that I'm going to run out of strikes on the fire stick. Girl, it's day one. Those things have like 10,000 strikes. You're not going to run out of it. Put that crap on there and set the fire. I don't understand. Like, do people, I mean, like I said, we know she's a bad A. Do you think people just get nervous out there and freak out? 
maybe. And I was like, is that, that's a fire starter? I, I didn't, I had no idea. Do you know how to start a fire? <laughs> with a lighter and some, with a lighter and some um, lint from the dryer machine. That's how I start all my fires. But what I'm saying is, I think she was freaking out. I think she was nervous. And I don't know why. And I don't understand why Andrew didn't say, hey, put some more stuff underneath there. I mean, to me, it was clear that, you know, she just wasn't, it wasn't her. It was, I think she was just nervous. Yeah, probably. So we go to mm-hmm. day two. And tell me what happens on day two, Debbie. Oh, but wait. <laughs> when when he tells her he's gay. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I I knew. <laughs> I knew. Oh, my gosh. And then he says, um, yeah, she was like, I'm, uh, you're gayer than a toucan in, what did he say? I'm uh, gayer than a toucan in Africa. <laughs> toucan in Africa. I, I never laughed so much in just like day one. As I did in this episode. I laughed and laughed and laughed. Because it was obvious he was gay. Yeah, of course. But just, he was just like, I don't know if it was like the nervous mm-hmm. side of him or if that was just his personality, but oh, I found him hilarious. I think it was his personality, but I really didn't find it that funny. A toucan, maybe because I'm so literal, because I was like, okay, I'm not kidding. I really looked up toucan <laughs> and I was like, okay. Where are two cans from and all that kind of stuff? It was just too much for me. Like, <laughs> I mean, like if you would have said a penguin in Africa, I would have gotten it a lot easier. But two cans, like, okay, it's a tropical yeah. bird. So maybe I'm just stupid and I, I knew what he was saying. Oh my gosh. Okay, so they start walking. They start day two, and his feet are hurting even more. Oh, and it showed him walking on the rocks. Do you remember that? That is tough. Oh yeah. That is tough here. He literally said, my feet got a good exfoliation today. (laughs) Yeah, Andrew, we knew you were gay. That's just another point. Sorry, go ahead, Debbie. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That was hilarious. But it is. It's hard to walk on rocks like that. I would think that his feet hurt hurt so bad. She wasn't complaining, though, a lot. She wasn't complaining. And even though the shoes may have seemed like a little flimsy, I would have not been able to do that would you have mm-hmm. make something like that that you could like walk on it even had like thongs i was gonna say that the flute the shoes were kind of flimsy i didn't think the flip-flops were that great when you compare <laughs> them to other people's shoes that they've made out there i thought they weren't that great however she made them so quickly according to the show she made them so quickly i think they were good for how quick they made them but i would have made them differently so, yes, I could have, but it probably would have taken me until day 21. But my shoes would have been fantastic. <laughs> All, right. All right. That's funny. Yeah, I think they hit it off right away, and they were having fun and just enjoying each other. It didn't seem like they were so much worried about anything. I've never even seen anybody, like, bathe each other or bathe, honestly. <laughs> Have you? Well, I have. I have seen other people bathe before, but let me ask you a question. Why weren't they afraid to be in that water? I mean, Africa, crocodiles, are there not things in that water? Because they seem way too comfortable. And they cut this part out, Debbie. I don't, you didn't, I'm sure that a lot of people missed this, but on the thumbnail on the Discovery Channel, it oh, shows, yeah. you know, Andrew with his hand up. So they show, on the <laughs> thumbnail, they show Andrew like this, and, you know, Elizabeth is like, 
you know, they show Andrew like this and Elizabeth's like cleaning his underarm. I mean, so there's a lot that they cut out. They didn't show the whole shower and I wish they would have. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just because I think it's cute that she's, you know, like picking the, you know, picking underneath his arm. Yeah, that would have been funny. So I know how much you love and you find this funny because you thought it was funny when Joe mm-hmm. did it. What did you think when they saw the smoke? Oh, my gosh. See, I knew she would find it funny. Oh, uh, I don't know, like in shock. I was like, "How? What? what's burning over there? I had no idea myself either. And she was running, too. She had no shoes on. She was running. The ashes that Andrew spread. I was like, holy cow. It was, it was the ashes. And I thought that was a great idea, by the way. I didn't know that. Um... And she didn't get mad. I know. Like, she, I mean, she didn't, Elizabeth was like. Just everything. Yeah, let's try not to do that. And I was like, let's try not to do that. She was so calm. And then she, yeah. and I, I'm not 100% sure about this, Debbie. I need your opinion. When she was like, well, how did the ashes get all the way over there anyway? <laughs> Girl, you knew how the ashes got over there. Andrew tried to burn down your house, but that was her nice way of saying it. Or do you think she really didn't know? No, I well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe she did. Maybe she didn't. And anyways, they were running to the <laughs> they were running to the fire. He goes, "Oh my god, our house!" Our house. <laughs> I know. I'm like, first of all, <laughs> I didn't know what was on fire. I'm like, there was no house on fire. <laughs> Example number oh, two, Andrew. We know you gay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he's so cute. It, he was so cute. So they, the house or the Boma did not burn down, and he, she was super nice about it. Props to Elizabeth for not freaking out. She has a really good ter- temperament. I really liked her. What about the bamboon oh, that yeah. night on day two? Man, those nights would be rough. Oh, wait, back to the water. And those aren't no little uh, Florida alligators. Those crocodiles are humongous. I wouldn't even attempt it in to think about getting in the water. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. Me neither. I thought it was really, str- I mean, a lot of people complain. I'm glad you brought it back up. A lot of people say, you know, negative phrase, not real. You know, they have armed guards with them. They have this and they have that. I'm not 100% sure. I don't know what they have and what they don't have. But what I do know that if an animal attacks you, you don't have time to run. If there's a snake right there and a snake bites you, you're in a big trouble. So yeah. it, it's real. Maybe there might be some things that they're sheltered from, but it doesn't matter. They're still putting their lives in danger. Yeah, and so the baboon, oh, I was freaked out with the baboon, let alone the well, the next day was a leopard. And he, you mm-hmm. could see, uh, like, oh, yes. that's a leopard. <laughs> He's right there in front of the camera. <laughs> I was like, holy cow, yep, I'm out. I'm a tap. Where's the tamper? <laughs> I would have been done. Okay, but Debbie, I don't think that was a real leopard. That video. Shut, shut up. Are you serious? That's like B-roll. Like, you'll know. Okay, the reason why you don't know is that when you see a real animal out some, outside of somebody's boma, because it has happened, you can tell the difference between B-roll and real. So that was just B-roll. That wasn't really outside. Oh, my God. It looks so real to me. And I'm like, Where, where's this camera at? Because he's right there. He, wake up. I know, he's right? right? <laughs> okay, so we get, to, we get to day three. And Andrew's doing 
like a commentary and he's wearing some kind of bone necklace and he's like oh well i'm gonna go get food and he goes to scout by himself Mm -hmm. and he finds some worms oh yeah and they're up in the tree okay here goes reason number three we know andrew's gay he takes a rock and he throws it at the tree but when he throws it, he goes (laughs) i'm like what the heck oh my gosh yes i see that all right, Andrew, I know that gay men can do whatever they want. They're survivalists. They're tough. They're rough. But let me tell you, your little grunt when you threw that rock was, <laughs> I, I mean, I just can't. <laughs> it wasn't a grunt. I don't know what it was, but it was pretty darn funny. And that's yeah. one of the reasons why I love you. They, and they ate the worms. They he, came down. I would eat the worms. Yeah. Oh, you would? Oh, that would have been tough. Yeah. I didn't like seeing them squeeze it out, but I'm a fisher person. I could, I mean, in my favorite book growing up was How to Eat Fried Worms. So I would definitely eat those worms. And she's like, ah, Elizabeth, she's eating them. She's like, they're not miserable. She has no problem eating the worms. Oh, yeah, because they cooked them. They could have threw some mint in there, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the mint. She is, <laughs> she's on top of everything. She is a warrior, is she not? Yeah. Go through day four really, really fast. He says, oh, something hurts at the top of my butt. And he says he think it was something that bit him on his butt. It kind of reminds me of Forrest Gump. He thought a, um, a bug had bit him. Mm-hmm. Forrest Gump. Remember, he said, like, something bit me. And it was a bullet. <laughs> it's a bullet, yes. Oh, yeah. And, and I mean, I'm like, Andrew, Andrew says, I think something bit me. You think? I mean, yeah, something definitely bit you. And I would have had somebody back there looking right then and there. The next day, he calls a medic because it's like something in my butt really hurts. Well, and you know what? I rewinded to that uh, um, part. He is on, he's on the ground. Mm-hmm. And she's on palm leaves. Did you notice that? He does have palm leaves at some point, oh, yes. Yeah, and I seen him at, at one point. Um, mm-hmm. Because I thought, why isn't she getting, you know, tore up by ticks or whatever? Anyways, I had wondered that. Yeah, I don't, I'm not 100% sure. I'm sure she did have some tick bites, but, I mean, not in the crack of her butt, obviously. Um, but do you know what else? Here's... My number one reason why Elizabeth is a freaking warrior. Debbie, did you notice when the medic, the female medic, the first time, I keep grabbing my butt every time I talk about this, um, <laughs> when the medic was like examining Andrew's butt and he's laying on his tummy, did you know, notice Elizabeth was right there eating something? She's like, mm, yeah, that looks like a tick. <laughs> yes, I did. Move, girl. Um, the, well, there was a clip. I, I I rewind that part too. I was like, "Is it? Is she eating? Is that a chicken wing?" <laughs> it looked like a chicken wing. I was like, "What is she eating?" She's eating a chicken wing. Um, and then she's eating from a clam. No, when Andrew was getting his butt examined, she's right there and she's eating something. And I don't know what she's eating. It's mm-hmm. day five. They're not sure. I mean, this is my complaint. Not only, girl, you could have moved. Why are you eating right next to him while he's getting his butt examined? <laughs> but also, here's another point to the Naked and Afraid editors. They don't show them eating much. Like, they show them the clams. They show the, the worms. But obviously, they show them not eating anything else. And I'm wondering, where's that chicken bone from? Oh, the snake. They ate the snake. Yeah, it does look like a... Mm. But that was not a snake. Yeah. She's a snake. That no. was a chicken bone looking kind of it thing. It looked like she... Yeah, it looked like she was gnawing on a chicken bone. 
and he's 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 he yelling in pain at that point or no she wasn't i don't think he was yelling in pain you know she's examining he's like yeah and and he's like kind of entertained by it. i think he's trying to be strong he's like laying down like oh i have a tick in my butt oh i have multiple ticks in my butt <laughs> why is he like that i don't know i like it but and she's up yeah she's right there she's like mm-hmm <laughs> yeah that's a tick all right So I'll let you go ahead and tell me what happens on day six because Elizabeth is, a, again, a bad A. So it's day six, and she goes out looking for food, and she starts walking through this mud. And I, I didn't, I wouldn't have known that either, uh, that clams are hidden in mud. But she starts walking, and she starts walking in rocks, or, or maybe it was the clams, I don't know. And I'm like, what is she pulling out of there? You know why, Debbie? She's pulling out clams. You know why? Because they research where they're going. I don't want to like, you know, make, you know, I love the show, but we have to realize they know where they're going and they, I don't know if they give them classes, if they research on their own. I think it's a combination of two, Mm -hmm. but they, they give them lessons on things that, you know, what you can't eat, what you can't kill, you know, things that are protected, the things that are poisonous. They do give them a lesson and I'm sure they do a lot of research themselves, but she still was a bad day for fighting those clowns. It's like she almost went right. They show her. Almost going right to him. I know. I was like, he he brought home, <laughs> he brought home worms, and she she come home with clams. exactly. <laughs> I was impressed. Andrew, you get showed up, and that's another thing I was going to talk about. So she brings home the clams, and Andrew was only brought home the worms, and we don't see him doing any deadfalls or traps or anything. Remember, he's a master oh. at them, but they haven't shown him doing it. They haven't shown him setting them up. Maybe that bone was from something that they caught, but the editors edited it out. I don't know, but I wanted to bring it up. Oh, yeah. You're right. You're right. Maybe they did. That bone had to come from somewhere. Mm-hmm. So maybe Andrew's more bad A than what he is shown to be, and that's why I'm glad he's coming back. Mm-hmm. Because on this show, it's a lot of, there's a lot of mishaps there where he, you know, they only show him pretty much about his butt. Yeah. <laughs> and eating the clams. Talk about the clams. He had never eaten seafood before, Debbie. Oh, yeah. A little dramatic, I right? I was like, what? Yeah, they're chewing, they're chewing the clams. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. He was the epitome of dramatic. He's like, don't talk. Let me just do this on my own. Don't, don't, don't talk. Don't talk to me. Yeah. If you never ate them before either, it would be rough. Dude. But why didn't he just swallow them? Well, I don't, that's what I was like. You don't have to chew clams. Yeah, I was, I'm like, they must have not known. You can just like, swig them back. Gotta start thinking. <laughs> <laughs> he was all crying. He was like, how did I get here in my life? <laughs> why is this my You know life? why you're here. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to be here. Did I tell you that he's been on Amazing Race with his dad years and years ago? No. I didn't know that. Yeah, he was on The Amazing Race with his dad. So I think he has a flair for wanting to be on TV, which is nothing wrong with that. Some people are cut out for it. I think he's cut out for it. I think it's kind of sad, though, when people want to be on TV, but they're not cut out for it. Yeah. Um, But he's definitely cut out for it. For sure. For sure. Got the look. All right, so what happens on day seven? Day seven. Day seven, I think they, uh, it was hitting them pretty hard. Day seven, I think it was hitting... both of them and actually they look pretty rough too <laughs> i don't know what it, what they were doing but andrew's like andrew's like all dirty his face is like full of dirt <laughs> i'm like what <laughs> did we miss something here but she's laying down i don't know if it was a dream she had 
or about this with her mom. It was weird. Yeah, right? I'm like, it was weird. Her mom is still alive. Oh, okay. I'm like, was she dreaming or she just hear like her mom in her head, you know, having a talk with her. And then she said about the bag, grab the sand. And I'm like, hmm. So I didn't know if she was talking about her dream. I was a little confused there. I think it's like praying. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Just talking out loud. Or talking to your mom who's passed away. Like I talk to my mom all the yeah. time, you know, you know, cause my mom's passed away. But since her mom was alive, and, and probably the editing and everything, the way they did it, it made her look a little strange or weird. Yeah. But, you know, she was just having a talk with her mom, and she's crying, and Andrew's being so supportive. Yes. He's a, I mean, they're, these both of these people are really good partners. Yeah. They comfort each other. They help each other. I've seen some episodes where they just, they're bickering and not helping each other and complaining, like, not once. Mm-hmm. Not once did I see that. That was on day number mm-hmm. seven, and they whoosh all the way down to day 12. You know, they skip all those days. We don't know what happened between seven and 12, but they show her laying down there, and when she jumps up <gasps> oh man, and, and gets that snake, I'm like, what the heck is this girl on? She is a yeah, bad. I was like, mm, she, mu- she, must have sm- <laughs> she must have smelled the snake. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe she, she did, did smell the snake. I'm sure she probably heard it, but I'm like, man, that was quick. She was quick. They did not show this, but who do you think actually skinned the snake? Because she was like, do you know how to skin a snake? And she's not being rude or anything, but he's like, yeah, I know how to skin a snake. <laughs> and she's like, all right, you want to do it? And he's like, yeah, <laughs> but I don't believe he wanted to skin that snake. I'm not sure he knew how to skin it. Maybe we'll ask yeah. him. Because he's he's a super friendly, he's a friend of the show, but I would like to make a bet that he did not skin that snake alone. Who skinned the snake? Who skinned it? Because they did not show it. Snake trust, or what do you call it? Uh, snake trust. No, is that how you? <laughs> That's good enough for me. It works for it works for yeah. either one of them, Elizabeth or Andrew. Okay, so let's get to the meat of the show. Um, before we move on. Did you notice that when he bent over to kind of assist with the snake, that he has a tattoo? I think they call them tramp stamps. I don't know. Okay. Did you see it? I wondered. Yeah. I was like, what is that? What is it? Well, I don't like being wrong. You researched it. So I freeze framed it. And I was like, that's a tattoo. But it's so misshapen. I was like, what is it of? So I DM'd him. I slid into Andrew's DMs. I'm like, hey, I'm about to do this show. Is that a tattoo? And he was like, yeah, but it's been lasered off. Oh, okay. So that's why I couldn't make out what it was because I was up at the screen, like, looking at his butt, like, what is <laughs> that? I'm like, are those the ticks? Is it up? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what is that? Is that dirt? Is that a tattoo? Okay. But moving on, Andrew's on his tummy, and if Elizabeth is literally spreading open. Man, wide open. Oh. His butt cheek. While the medic, which is a man this time, with a really nice right. accent. I really liked his accent. Oh. Um, you know, opening up the cheeks. And I would just like to point out one thing before we move, on, move forward, Debbie. Nobody was wearing freaking fracking gloves. I know. Oh. Ugh. Why wasn't she wearing gloves? Why wasn't the medic wearing gloves? If that was my butt, I'd be like, uh, excuse me, I really don't mind you, yeah. you know, getting all up in my butt, but could you at least put some gloves on? I mean, it was already infected. Oh, I don't know. 
I, well, I, I actually had gloves in the beginning, didn't he? In, not in the beginning. At the end, at some point. And then he's like, oh, yeah. This is not going to be good for you. <laughs> yeah, so he does right. put gloves on. But I'm talking about in the very beginning. You know, she's holding it open. He's doing, he's doing the examining. Yeah. He doesn't put oh gloves on until he starts, you know, squeezing the sores. But, she sh- but they should have had gloves on from the get-go. That's, that's mm-hmm. just my... They should have. That's my rant. So he's laying on his tummy, and he's like, you know, you have MRSA. Mm-hmm. It could get into your, you know, your bloodstream. And the way that Ugh. Andrew screams out in pain, he was literally biting. I don't know if you caught it, but he was biting the bag. Mm-hmm. Like as a, you know, like as they did in the olden days. He's like, and he's holding it down. You know why he screams. Andrew, I love Andrew. He did not show a lot of skills on this show. I'm sorry, but he didn't. Or when I say he didn't, they did not show any editing-wise. But because of that, of him laying down, having this man squeeze tick bites out of his butt, I mean, he is legendary to me. Yeah, and that was a, oh, that was a, a cry out pain, like, I don't know. When, when, like, when they're in there and they reach the cervix, <laughs> you know, and it just, it don't feel right. It don't feel right kind of pain. Oh. Yeah. I felt that. It was miserable. I felt that. They made the show a lot about his tick bites, which they should have because it was, it was entertaining. I hate that it was entertaining. Yeah. But that's why they go on the show. That's what Naked and Afraid is. Mm-hmm. You're putting yourself out there, ticks, scorpions, and like you said, I mean, it was, it, you felt bad for yeah. him. You couldn't help but feel bad for him. I did. Both of them. I'm, of all the things that could take you out, bugs. Like mm-hmm. the holidays said bugs. Terrible. That prior night, because I skipped over it, that prior night, she got bit by a scorpion. Mm-hmm. Well, she never, she never. And how do you think she took it? <sighs> I know, it's like, I couldn't even imagine. Remember I had that one place, I had scorpions, it would bite the dog. Mm-hmm. And, and these are African scorpions. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm sure it's so painful. So painful. I don't understand why she didn't call a medic that night. You get bit by, I mean, these are mistakes I think they're making. Mm-hmm. She got bit by the scorpion. They did not search for the scorpion for a long time. Mm-hmm. In another episode, someone got bit by a scorpion and they searched for it right away because if it's a poisonous scorpion, that's deadly, you need to know. So she didn't do that. She just dealt with it. And I understand being a bad A, Elizabeth, but you can't be a dumb bad A. Watch out for your life. Mm-hmm. You should have called a medic that night. Yeah. And she kind of said it in there. She didn't call herself dumb, but she said, you know, lesson learned next time you get by, by you know, Scorpion, call the medic right away. Why do I have to tell you that? I mean, why am I more of an expert right. than them out there? Right? When you call a medic? If I knew, yeah, there's, um, if I knew there was, you know, deadly scorpions, yeah. Uh, I think I got bit by a scorpion. Uh, medic, come on over. Exactly. <laughs> Hello, medic. Medic. <laughs> yeah. Right away. Right away. Um, so they get tapped out. Both of them get medically tapped. Andrew's coming back. I don't know what's going on with Elizabeth. I don't know if she wants to come back. So I really haven't kept up with Elizabeth because I don't know if Elizabeth has any desires to come back on the show. We're watching this show. We're rating this show because of Andrew. Andrew did not show a lot of survival skills. Do I think he has them? Yes. Do I think a cheerleader, being a cheerleader helps you being a survivalist? 
Not so much. No. What do you think of Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I was trying to think of what I had at that point. No, I had I had one time. Uh, well, you, I was thinking, do you think you could be a survivalist? Who, me? Yeah. No. <laughs> but I can tell you how to be one. Those who can't do, <laughs> teach. Yeah. Listen, when the black cowboy asked me if I had turned in my application, there is absolutely no way I would be on that show. However, if they want to put me on the show to make fun of me, because as soon as I get naked and take five steps, I'm going to say, I changed my mind. If they want somebody on the show to do that, I will gladly do that because I, there's no way I would die. Yeah. Do you think Andrew has what it takes to be a survivalist? Um, I think so. I think we didn't get a, a chance to see a lot. Um, I think they succeeded. Basically, I mean, they were out there, what, 13 days? Yes. They ate. They had a fire. They He conquered, like, the dehydration. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've seen that be a task for uh, a lot of other contestants, or how do you say it? Yeah. I call them contestants. A lot, a lot of other, yeah, a lot of other contestants. Um, I don't think they did that bad. And I think... I think more it's, the, you know, the teamwork or, you know, maybe the cheerleader thing, you know, does help you. Mm-hmm. You know, being a team player. <laughs> At the beginning, the voiceover. Yes. <laughs> the voiceover, the guy says, he's um, he's known for his cheerleading. <laughs> yeah. And. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, and they uh, actually put that on. He's like, his cheerleading abilities will help him. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> yeah, I was like. Is that a joke or were they being serious? I'm really good at this normally, but I'm not right now. I'm not going to fact check this. Didn't Andrew say being a cheerleader is harder than being out in Africa or something like that in the beginning? Like being a cheerleader is really hard. And da, da, da. I was a cheerleader. I don't remember anything. <laughs> and this, Nick, we got to remember, Andrew, I love you, but you're 40 years old. Back in the day when you were a cheerleader, it wasn't very like super competitive. You weren't doing you know, like now there's like cheer moms and it's super, super strict, but I don't think it was like yeah. that back, you know, then in the olden days when he was in school. Mm-hmm. Was well, it? I wondered too, like, um, is he one that like did flips or did he throw he didn't girls? Do flips. Cause he hurt his hands. He didn't do flips. <laughs> I saw that cartwheel. There ain't no way that boy was an yeah. acrobatic cheerleader. He, he must have been a thrower, you know, because he, he threw, you know, at the worms. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what he was. Like, he was a person holding, you know, the girls at Maybe. the bottom. I don't know. But I don't think his, yeah. I don't want to say his cheerleading capabilities did not help him. But what I want to see in his next episode is I really want to see him being challenged. And I'm not mm-hmm. saying he wasn't challenged in this episode, but the editing was probably cut out because someone caught something with bones in it and they were eating it. And we never saw that. That's a fact. Yeah, it was a bone. It had to be a bone. It was a bone. Yeah. She was going to town. So I'm glad he's coming back. He was memorable mm-hmm. because of his, you know, you know, two people in the butt, no gloves on, getting, you know, bit by mm-hmm. ticks. It was very memorable. It was a great show. I love his smile. I do love his personality. I think he has a great cheer personality. But I want to see him get down and dirty. And I want to see him, like, you know, kill a snake. I want to see him, you know, sh- you know, set a trap. And I just want to see him get a little bit more aggressive in the wild. Look at me, Dad. I'm naked. Yes. Did you see that? <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, he says his dad said, why are you naked? Yeah, like... <laughs> 
I think Andrew's great. I cannot wait to see him on the next um, episode. I would love to come up with like five questions to ask him. He said he would answer any questions that we wanted. So my first question is going to be, you know, what was that tattoo of and why are you getting it removed? Because I want to, I mean, like, why are you getting it removed? Do you not like it? Like, was it a bad tattoo? I want to know what it says. It's driving me crazy. What did it say? What's tattooed above Andrew's butt? That's my main question. Do you have any questions that you might want to think of to ask him? I was thinking I would, if I was their parents, I would have been proud of them. You know, I think they went out there and um, did, the, did the best they could. And I would like to see them come back, like how you like how you say, and mm-hmm. be challenged and do a little more. Yes. So my question would be, I guess something like if he had to run into another animal, if he had to run into an animal... What kind, what kind of animal would it be, and how would he approach it? You know what I mean? I, I don't want to run into any animals. I mean, none. <laughs> and that is why I'm not on Naked and Afraid. I don't know what kind of question that is, Debbie. <laughs> what kind of animal do you want to possibly, you know, fight what your life for? What kind of animal? Yeah. <laughs> a, a toucan. I mean, you, nobody wants to go for an animal. I, if we get a chance to talk to Andrew, you better not ask no dumb question like that. Mm. Ask him something juicy, like know. is he still single? Because remember in the episode he said he's single and ready to mingle? I wonder if he's still single. Something like that. Something juicy. Let's get into the pits of their lives and make them uncomfortable. Oh, I thought you meant about the show. Oh, yeah, oh, no. you were all up in there about the tattoo. Yeah, I wanna, <laughs> let's find something juicy to ask him, Debbie. Get it together. I want the dirt. Mm. And I think me and Andrew could be like totally chatty caddies. Like he just seems, duh, 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 and I would be the same way. I can't wait to meet these people. Uh, maybe, I, w- I would maybe say, um, can you give me a cheer? <gasps> what was your favorite cheer? I just snorted again. Yeah. <laughs> I hate it when you make me snort. That's a really yeah. good question. <laughs> can you give me a cheer? I thought he was going to do one on the, on the, I don't know. I thought he was too. Yeah. <gasps> You're right. Mm. I totally want to see. And you know what? They didn't show him in his cheerleading uniform on the show. And I don't understand why they didn't do that. Why they didn't show any you know, photos of him in his cheerleading uniform. Mm-hmm. But yes, we need a cheer. That's the perfect question. Let's see a cheer. Because your, your hand, your cartwheel was not on, on point. Hey guys, guess what? Off, we totally got to touches. with the one and only Andrew I need some Shea. evidence that you were Unfortunately, I got so nervous, like I forgot to up. ask what the tattoo was. <gasps> Oh, I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah, now we need so to. Now I'm on the same so nervous. I'm a conspiracy theorist. Check but out. Super Naked excited about the new season. Um, very if you own are listening, Andrew Shay make sure you on stay Oh Heck No, a Naked and Afraid podcast. Let's see what he has to say. Starts, and we're going to try to do him on time, right, Debbie? It's going to be right. juicy. We'll be here. We're gonna, it's Andrew Shade, and he has our suspenders like he did in his first episode. Both episodes, both episodes. I'm warming the new one, too. Oh, you just gave away a secret. No, total secret. Yeah, I um, brought them to Africa the second time, and they were going through my clothes. The producer trying to pick out what I was going to wear for the beginning. And I was like, now I did wear suspenders on the first one, so I brought some just in case. And they were like, you're definitely going to wear them again then. (laughs) Are you impressed I remember that? I am, yeah. yeah. I'm totally obsessed with you. Okay, well, I have to get this out of the way first. That was my little cheer to my old cheerleading days. And I have to ask you a question. Don't get offended. Yeah. Are you really a cheerleader? I was. You know, the funny thing is, I mean, you know, I'm, I'm an older guy now. I was a cheerleader and coach for 14 years. 
Um, but not recently. Like I'm, I'm grown. <laughs> I'm aged. Um, but of course, is one of the things that they asked me a little bit about out there because I think that's kind of part of my personality. Like in spirit, I'm just always kind of a cheerleader. Like um, yeah. always a little peppy. So they they asked me a lot about it while we were out in Africa. My first challenge. And why uh, no pictures? What's that? I why know. no pictures? No picture. We didn't see any pictures. That's a good question. I don't. I I don't. Maybe I just didn't submit any, but there's a million out there. I have videos <laughs> of me at cheerleading nationals, and my teams have been on ESPN a couple of times. I was like a super oh, competitive wow. yeah, for a wow. long time, and then coached uh, All Stars, and I even coached college years afterwards. But well, now, now I feel a little guilty for making fun of you in our podcast about being a cheerleader because you seem really proud of it, and I did make fun <laughs> of your your um, cartwheel. Okay, so listen to this. Okay, so the story behind that. They asked me to do a cheer or a cartwheel. And I was like, I'm not, or a tumble. And I was like, I'm not going to do a cheer. I just felt too, oh. I felt too old. But I was like, I'll, I'll do, I used to tumble. I used to be an incredible tumbler back in my day. But I haven't, wow. tumbled, I haven't tumbled in 15 years. So I was like, I guess I'll do a cartwheel. I haven't done one of those in 15 years either. But I did it. And if you really, really pay attention in that first challenge, when it's kind of my introduction section, I do a cartwheel. And then quickly grab the back of my um, hamstring because I <laughs> and it broke. Are you yeah. serious? If you watched, it was like a point two of a second where I like grabbed my leg and I lipped for like two days. And I was mortified because I used to be the real deal. I've been on ESPN. And then I was wow. like, that was my like sign. I was like, this is it. These are my end days. I'm old. I'm dead. I can't even call yeah. anymore. Like, oh, you're not old. Day. You're a bad A. You know it. So. <laughs> Yeah, but what, is, what you got for them. That is true, though. I I um just did cartwheels all the time, and I think twenty years later, you know, I tried to do a cartwheel. Oh man, it's it's it was not spirit. easy. Yeah, yeah I'm like, my ego was just like, <laughs> like you know, because I'll still get you know, my sister and I will go to like the swimming pool or something, and I'll do some crazy tricks off the diving board. I'm pretty good still on the trampoline, but man, on the ground, that's a different ball game now that I've aged. <laughs> Yes. Um, okay. So I'll start with a question. Yeah. My first question I wanted to ask, and I was telling Malu today because I was a little hungry earlier and I was thinking, it, you know, how 21 days, first yeah. of all, and I think, I don't know how many days you went without 13. eating 13. Oh, well, 13, 13 whole days. 13 is my, my full challenge. But so do you think it, you think it's harder to be starving or naked that's what i want to know like what's mm -hmm. what's the real probably um probably naked not because i'm like oh i'm so ashamed or embarrassed i don't care about that you get out there and even if you've never been naked in public after an hour it's the last thing on your mind <laughs> i get so frustrated when i talk with people about naked and afraid people are like oh this is my friend andrew i'll be in a bar this is my friend andrew he's on naked and afraid it happens all the time yeah the first thing everyone always says is you are naked. Oh, well, it's like to be naked. Everything's just naked. And I'm like, right. I like kill, I killed and ate a snake. I smeared its blood on my face. <laughs> I was haunted and taunted by a baboon at night. On this most recent challenge, I walk up to a family of giraffe. Like I've done all these amazing things. And all people want to talk about is, yeah, are you naked? naked? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I always think about um, that, like no food. Like, yeah. oh my gosh, they have not ate. 
just, yeah. just that. Look, look, I'm a Deborah, I'm an eater. So like uh, for me to go without food is hard, but I think it's the naked part. Again, not because it's nudity. I don't mm -hmm. care. Who cares? We all got a body, we all got a butt. Who cares? Right. But it's the the sunburn, the windburn, the chills at night, yeah. the bugs having full access the to your skin. So that's why I think it's the naked part. Um, it's just everything that, that your skin's not accustomed to. Exactly. And talking about being naked and eating, I want to know what the hell Elizabeth was eating when you were getting your butt examined <laughs> the first time. Because she's right next to your butt chewing on something that looked like a chicken wing. And uh -huh. me and Debbie have a debate on if that was a chicken wing or not. But what was she eating? It was, we definitely didn't have chicken out there. So it wasn't a chicken wing. I'm trying to think what that could have been. It was either snake bones. Um, we had wild spinach uh, that we could pick and eat every day, um, which oh, wow. didn't taste too bad, actually. Um, and uh, we had something called malolo fruit or marulo fruit, which is like these kind of like little, they look like little baby mandarin oranges, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, the, the, the big, the center is like this hard pit, like this hard shell. So you, we actually ate the rind. Could you imagine like eating an orange at home and eating the rind? Like we did that out there just so oh the substance in your stomach. Um, but all you could really do is kind of suck on that seed. It had a little bit of pulp on the outside. So like you could just kind of get those vitamins and that sugar just by kind of sucking in a little bit of that juice. Then you spit this pit out um, and you could crack that open. There's another teeny little nut inside, but. Um, honestly, she's probably flossing with a stick or a, a little piece of popcorn. <laughs> she, was, she was like, like mm -hmm, there's something in his butt, all right. I was like, was that a bone? And see, I uh, thought, I just spit really big. I thought that it had to be something that you killed with a deadfall or something that they just didn't show because I know you have way more skills. And I was like, he definitely did more and they just didn't show it. Am mm -hmm. I right? Yeah, for sure. I mean, there's, there's definitely a lot of things and it makes sense. You know, you're, you know, you have to uh, bring all these days in our, in our circumstance, 13 days and down to like 43 minutes is the average yeah. hour long TV shows, 43 minutes of footage. So a lot of it's cut out and that makes sense, of course, but I think all the big stuff they really did put in there, you know, our uh, snake and the clams, which were awful for me. Um, <laughs> I, I don't eat seafood at home. Like if I were to eat a clam here cooked and prepared in butter and salt and pepper, <laughs> I would still drive him just like I did out there. Right. But why did you chew it? Why didn't you just swallow the clam? You are so right. It I just took me a minute to get there and to figure that out. I thought, okay. like, <laughs> because like, you know, some people will get out there and I'm a vegetarian or that looks gross. I won't eat that. I, I won't do that out there. That's a survival situation. If you have the opportunity to eat something, you're a moron not to eat it. But so I was going to eat it no matter what, even though it, the thought grossed me out. But at first I thought I'll just chew it fast and go. Couldn't do that. So then I did. Well, you're right. I like chopped it in these itty bitty tiny pieces and just, mm -hmm. just swallowed them down. Yes, that's what I was thinking. It was like, I called you out. A minute. It's, a gift, it's a gift now. So if anything <laughs> ever grosses you out, I want you all out there to use the gift of me going. Yes. <laughs> I sent it to my friends. That's about <laughs> oh, okay. Um, I'll go. Yes. I have only because I really want to know what happened. Um, I have a question. Um, can we get an update on like the tick situation and how that, how that ended? Is your butt healed? Is <laughs> yeah. So kind of the longer story of that is 
I started feeling that pain right below my coccyx. You know, that's your tailbone. So your butt cheeks go into your the top of your butt crack, right? And that's where your tailbone sits. And it was really at the top of that. So people think it, it wasn't my, it wasn't it, my like, anus. It wasn't my butthole. It was right at the top. The, it was at the very top. Um, so it didn't, didn't touch the really sensitive skin. Man, we're getting personal on this. And, um, <laughs> uh, but I, I, I felt sore um, pretty early on. And I actually had Elizabeth look at it, uh, my partner, um, after a, a day or two. Um, she's, she did, um, at the time, at-home care. So she would go in to, like, um, work with the elderly in their homes. And so she's oh, nice. all kinds of things. And she's a total badass. And um, she and I, like, when you're out there, you and your partner get so close so fast. Like, yeah. Out I would in imagine. the world, I, I've been with my boyfriend for over two years. I still will not part in front of him. I won't do it. I just won't <laughs> do it. But out there, I'm just like, let them work in front of Elizabeth. Like, who cares? Because we're disgusting. And so who cares when you're out there? But so she ch actually checked me out and said, it looks like it looked like a bed sore. Um, and then the medic checked it out and said, it looks like a spider bite. And oh. then days later, it continued to hurt. So the medic looked again and said, there's ticks, three of them. And I think I actually got bit by a spider, which softened the tissue, which released, I don't know, you know, human smell mm -hmm. and the ticks were like we're moving in um and oh. that's what i think oh my gosh um which makes it worse probably but then afterwards um they did they had to lance me open with a scalpel and scrape out the infection which is i figured like, yeah, yeah i'm like yeah, that he had more just, done yeah yeah it's just like getting a, i compare it to getting a bullet cut out of you if you were shot in the wild west Right, we just lay down. <laughs> the medic literally told me, "Get a stick, bite down on it, because this is not going to be good." Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, like I didn't know it was going to be that bad, and it was. It was the most painful thing you could ever imagine." I actually think I did a good job of like keeping myself composed because most people would have jumped up and run away in the jungle because it hurt so bad. Um, but once, um, once he kind of got it scraped out, it felt fine. It relieved that pressure pain. And I was like, all right, let's go. Let's go to day 21. I'm ready to kick some butt. We wonder um, why you didn't argue with them, why you didn't try to stay. Um, I did. I did a little bit, um, you know, something that they don't show. Um, but you're told at the beginning, medic has full say. And, uh, mm. and arguing will not help you ever, uh, unfortunately. And I get that, too. That makes sense. Like, they, it, Discovery Channel does not want to lose someone out there. And it could happen. Um, that's why the medics are there. It's a, it, the environment can be dangerous. So I absolutely understand. I hold no remorse uh, toward my medic or discovery channel. I don't want to die out there either. I want to come back and have another adventure, which I did. Exactly. And we're <laughs> yeah. so happy you did. Uh -huh. um, well, let's see. What's worse, you think? EJ getting surgery on his testicles or the tick extraction? What do you think is worse? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go I think I got him beat I think it was um getting cut open now he was sewn close right those are futures it wasn't easy it wasn't painless trust me that was brutal and actually on his very first challenge he had to have a super painful uh lancing on his foot so oh. EJ is no like I think EJ and I are maybe neck and neck on this pain threshold there's been all kinds of injuries out there but I do think EJ and I are up at the top tier of that for what we actually have to go through. Um, he's a beast and I love him. But uh, yeah, I. I'm going to give it to you because you're right. Cutting 
open and closing are two different things and yeah. us being women things coming out we know that's harder than you know just sewing something up so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna go with you yeah. they're both Don't sensitive you, areas oh, yeah <laughs> Oh my gosh. It's so frustrating because, you know, then after all my experiences out there killing and gutting and eating the snake and, and all these fun things I did, uh, you know, uh, stared down crocodiles, things you didn't even get to see. And uh, the one thing that everybody knows me about is, oh, you're the butt tit guy. Like (laughs) that night on Twitter, hashtag butt tick went viral for a little bit. Um, I was on E-pop news and a lot of those uh, entertainment news shows basically saying, oh. what a dumbass for going in the wild and getting kicked in his butt. <laughs> well, that was actually, that was actually things, one of my yeah. next questions. And it was supposed to be Debbie, but this goes right into it. And then I'll let Debbie go. Do you think you were robbed because they focused so much on the butt tick? Because, or do are you happy with it? Because it was great TV. It's hard yeah. to... You know, I'm I'm all about telling the story. I signed up for this. I signed up for whatever happens out there. I understand that that could be on TV, and I'm fine with that. Um, I I do wish every once in a while, which you all have done tonight, and I love y'all for that. Ask me about other parts of the challenge and not yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. But I get it. I mean, I watched it, and I watched it like this from home. <laughs> we knew what happened, you know. I tried to brace my family for what they were about to solve, about to see on on TV. Um, but was my funny story is when I finally got home from Africa, which was a big to do um, anyways, because airports were closing and COVID was hitting at the time that we filmed. Um, oh. I got home, my parents picked me up at the airport, airport and brought me home and um, they had ordered my favorite meal and they were, we were going to have this like sit down, like family, I'm home, what happened? And uh, so my mom, who was a former nurse her whole life, my whole life. Um, so let me see. Let me see the the tick bite. Let me see it. And I was like, <laughs> you're not going to see it. And you know how moms are. She's like, get up. Let me see it. You know? Yes. So she, she pulled my drawers. Now I just showered. I was clean as could be. And she pulled my little drawers down and a little went, became a nurse. I was like, get up. <laughs> you know? You know? She's like, no, it looks fine. <laughs> like, oh, my country mom. I was like, oh, my but that's why uh, you're so great. That, I mean, I'm serious. Uh, Parents like that is what makes kids so great. So yeah. props to your mama. She, she yeah. wanted to make sure I was okay. I was that was out of love, but you know, her I was just embarrassed. Turn red. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what did your dad say? Because you know, you, your dad would be like, Debbie loves that he, in the video. Was he proud? Oh yeah. When you said, yeah. uh, son, why are you naked? <laughs> uh-huh. Which he really did. So uh, <laughs> he um, he was super proud of me and and um, especially after seeing, actually finally get to see the episode, you know, he's very cool and collected. He's brilliant, smart. Um, but he came up to me, he's like, I'm so proud of you. And he got me this, shirt, he got me this shirt made, um, that I still have and will for the rest of my life. It says badass, like my dad. And uh, he, gave, he gave to me and it was worth a million dollars to me. Oh my goodness. My I'm bad. sorry. I took your thunder, awesome. Debbie, but I just had to ask about that. Go ahead. That's I'm- okay. Well, I had one serious question. I had also seen, along with the comic book writer, um, that you're a director at the shelter for you, you shelter. Yeah. I find amazing. I so applaud you for that. Um, and then you mentioned um, in the interview on the news, um, you know, you just for that moment, you could see their, or you could feel their struggles um, mm-hmm. and what they go through. Do you think that inspired you out there to like want to try to make it till the end or? in any way 
Like, yeah, I, yeah. I, I mean, if anything, no, I'm not comparing signing up for Naked and Afraid to being homeless. Those aren't right. the same. I, but what I meant was, um, you know, to be at the whim of all the things around you that you can't control. Right. Well, kids that are homeless, uh, I, if, if, you, if you don't know, I run an emergency shelter for uh, kids in central Kentucky and um, uh, I'm a de development director there. So I kind of yeah. do grants and fundraising events and, and but the kids are around all the time and they're goofy and fun and awesome. And, um, but to, to uh, when you're sleeping on the ground and you, you realize that, oh no, it's going to be a cold night tonight or the rain's right. coming or this, like it was a, it was a series of fears that I've never had before. Cause mm -hmm. I sleep in my warm bed under this <laughs> heat on <laughs> yeah um, but all of a sudden those elements that these kids and and anyone who's experiencing homelessness um faces all the time that is that was eye-opening to me because if you're not able to sleep because it's cold or raining or this or that man that lack of sleep will mess you up and do yeah. it real fast it's one of the things that i think naked and afraid doesn't touch on enough um they always mm -hmm. talk about dehydration not eating bugs the one thing they don't talk about enough is people's inability to sleep out there on the ground. You're constantly worried about uh, what's out there that might want to oh, eat. Oh, yeah. And especially in Africa, the predators are everywhere. You would hear hyenas literally walking around us at night or coons oh, or a most recent challenge, lions and hippos literally right outside our shelter. And so how the hell are you going to go to sleep when something that wants to eat you is eight feet away without yeah you're like this all night like, <laughs> you can't go back to sleep once you're feel once you feel like you're being hunted um and of course the weather you're sitting there shivering freezing cold you can't sleep and anyone will tell you if you've ever had a night where you were stressed out or something else was going on you just couldn't sleep that next day you were foggy but then try to do it four or five or six days in a row and you literally start to hallucinate or see things or sink into depression maybe like you've never had ever um, lack of sleep will mess you up. I agree. Um, wasn't it Chris James your partner for this next one? Yeah, on my newest challenge, um, okay. Mr. James uh, came back from, he was in the desert in Mexico on his Yeah, Baja. And he suffered from sleep deprivation. And I really think that's what led him to tap. And I said he had mental challenges out there from lack of sleep. So. I mean, they don't they talk about slept. it enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, not at all. You know, people always want to know like what it's like to be on Naked and Afraid. And I'm like, you know what? You can do an easy version. Just go sit outside in your backyard um, and in the cold and just stay awake all night and then see how you feel the next day. And that's a pretty tame version. Your backyard's probably, I'm assuming, pretty safe. Um, it may be cold, um, but just go back there and just try to stay awake all night long and then see how you feel at 9 a.m. And uh, that that's the best. 8% of what Naked and Afraid is. Oh, wow. Okay, can I share a story with you, Andrew? Yeah. Okay, so I'm in Texas, and there was like this huge cold freeze, you know, a couple months back before Christmas. And I went, I wanted to go to the gas station to fill up my gas container for my generator. And it's freezing, and I'm out there, and my hands are freezing, and this is right after frozen, and I could not get the gas container off. And there's no one around around. Finally, two guys show up. One guy goes inside and I ask him, hey, can you, you know, help me take off this gas lid? And he looked at me and he said that he didn't speak English. And then I started trying to explain to him, you know, I'm so freezing my hands. I can't feel I'm trying to explain to him in English, you know, what I needed. And then I said, what am I doing? I speak Spanish. <laughs> and I started talking to him in Spanish, but 
when mm-hmm. you, when you're cold and your faculties yeah. are not all there, you really get dumb. I was like, yeah, I speak Spanish. Right. I noticed that, you know, when you, when you get to see your challenge finally on TV, the clips that they use, just like um, words that we use, or I would stutter over something or a, somehow I would phrase something like I would never say it that way at home, but it's because your brain is operating much slower than it normally does. So sometimes people say something goofy or get a word wrong and it's, it, it's not that they're uneducated or what it's because your brain just literally fires on only a few cylinders out there when you're malnourished and not sleeping good. Oh my goodness. Mm, and I was only outside for 10 minutes. I can't even imagine being outside for 21 days. Forget that. Mm-hmm. Armchair survivalist, right, Debbie? Yeah. yeah, they did show a day too. You could tell like it, um, things were getting to you guys, you know, oh, yeah. eventually. And I don't, I don't know what happened that day. And I told, I told Malu, and I'm like, it, it looked like a rough day. Like you guys even looked more um, dirty or covered with dirt. I'm like, they had a stressful day. <laughs> Yeah. When I they went to that clip, I yeah, was like, and oh. I don't have notes, but Andrew, I'm going to give you props because what she's talking about is when um, Elizabeth said something like, "My mother could do anything; she's a bad day." Oh, that like, day, and you were like, "So can her daughter," and it was so touching. Oh yeah, and awesome. I, was, I mean, that yeah. y'all have a lifelong friendship, don't you? Uh, absolutely, for sure. It, I would trust her with anything. Um, if she, I don't, I don't know how to put that word. If she. If she had a knife to my throat, I would be zero worry. I would literally trust her with my entire life uh, forever. Um, and that is an awesome. incredible experience out there, especially because not everyone gets that. I know everyone gets out there and doesn't always get along. Right. Um, I, I was blessed to, to get along as well as I did with Elizabeth. And we both had down moments for sure. Um, I remember on day three or four, um, she was kind of laying down and, and I said, hey, I know what you're feeling. I'm feeling it too. Because in some of the earlier days, your body kind of goes into the shock when you're eating at home and sleeping in a comfortable bed. And then all of a sudden you go out to the wild. Sometimes on these challenges, day four, five, and six are way harder than day 18, 19, 20, because your body is in the shock. It's in the right? We're not eating. We're not sleeping. What's going on? And eventually you kind of like calm down and then you can ride that out to your end of your challenge. But it is often said by a lot of people that have done this challenge that days four, five, and six is when the most people are like, I, I want to tap out and out. Um, and it's because that initial shock on your body. And I know one time she was struggling kind of in one of those days. And, and I said, I'm with you. You're not alone. Um, I said, I, I'm going to give you, you know, 15 minutes and have all these feelings. And then I want you to get up. And we got work to do. Do you hear me? And her face was covered. And she's like this. Oh, not. I was like, all right, girl, oh. we you. but she also, <laughs> she also lifted me up just as much as, as, as I did her. And that's why I think we did so well. One of the frustrating things about being med tapped, at least in our case, um, with the, my infection, uh, and her scorpion sting is uh, of course you get to talk to the crew once you leave. And they all said, we knew you all were going to make it to 21. We knew it. Everyone like yeah. placed their bets. Because we had fruit stored, we had found cactus that we could eat every day, <gasps> and wild spinach was growing during that season in enough abundance that we could find it every day. Um, so we knew we were going to make it to 21. And, and, that, and that was one of my questions. Without, you know, the ticks or the scorpion, do you guys think you could have made yeah, it held yeah. out? 
Oh. Absolutely, without question. We had like planned out our schedule for the next week um, to the end. And uh, so that's why it extra hurt um, when we were med tapped. Yeah, yeah we had it. It was there. It wasn't like, oh, we probably would have quit a couple of days anyway. It was like, we had this clear path and, and we saw it. And so that hurt, but. Um, and I loved her too. And I had told, I had told my little, I've, I've seen, you know, tons of uh, episodes and I said, and I thought they had great chemistry, you know, they laughed, had a sense of humor, you know, taking uh, a bath. <laughs> I yeah. was like, I love this episode. Yeah, yeah I think she was great. Yeah. She was great too. Um, our first night out there, one of my favorite parts of, of doing these challenges is sitting by the fire at night and just talking and getting to know these complete strangers. You talk yeah. about everything, mostly because you can't sleep. So uh, and in, Africa, <laughs> in Africa, we have to stay in our boma at night. So you can't just like, I'm just going to go sit by the river. I'm just going to go walk over there at night. You're in, you're in a cage together for almost 12 hours um, because you can't leave or the animals will literally kill you. So yeah. you're forced to right? to my, my partner, Elizabeth, the first time or Christopher James, my second time. And all you have time to do is talk and get to know each other. And so we'd ask questions. Some of the most intimate things of our lives you get to know. And these are two people that I would literally die for. And I think vice versa to this day. So that's really cool. Um, that's amazing. Yeah. She told that's me on, on our first night, as I asked her like, oh, are you dating anybody back home? And she's like, no, it's just. And, or she said, yeah, I've kind of talked to somebody. And uh, she said, do you see anybody? It's like, no, not really. I said, I am gay though. And she goes, I knew. And I was like, <laughs> oh, did? I was like, when did you know? And she goes, I knew the second you opened your mouth. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Um. That's the theme of our whole podcast. <laughs> oh, I okay. list like four things. Like we knew <laughs> Andrew Shea was gay when this, that's that's <laughs> the second hard. reason, the third, I mean, that's like the whole thing because <laughs> You're adorable. We knew. <laughs> and yeah, I'm very proud of it. Like, I, I don't so want to say that you're, I like you more than Jake, but the suspenders, what, I yeah. mean, you're winning <laughs> me over. No one can be Jake Nodar. He is a god and they can afraid. Uh, you're winning me over. Times and he's like, it's like talking to Tom Cruise to me. Like he's like <laughs> such celebrity in my eyes, uh, but he's hysterical. He's funnier I think even in real life than, than on the show he's that's just who he is um but yeah it was such a cool experience she told me Elizabeth told me out there she said uh um yeah she said when she was like in high school she said I was always the girl that just like went out and collected like all my my friends were the alternative kids and the theater kids and the gay kids and like I was just always felt like I was the mama bear of all the like outcast kids and I was like ah, that's oh. not cool I'm so gay. <laughs> <laughs> Was she okay? Was she okay with her scorpion bite? Absolutely, a hundred percent. Yeah, there was no, thankfully, no after effects um, uh, with her. And same for me; they okay. put me in antibiotics right away, and I had no after effects or issues at all. I did go back to my doctor once I go back to Kentucky and um, told my doctor, "I was like, I need a checkup on a tick bite." He's like, "Okay." <laughs> I was like, "On my butt crack," and he's like, <laughs> "What?" <laughs> I was like, "I was naked in Africa for two weeks." Blah blah. He's like. You were what? <laughs> so I went in and he's the funniest guy. He was like, you did what? You did naked and afraid? You signed up for that? You were like, you're like, you're an idiot. And I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> so when well, you what? go to bars, do people recognize you now? Or do you sometimes, like it? Yeah. Yeah, sometimes. Um, you know, I live in kind of a smaller town, I suppose. So people around here generally know. Um, 
most people don't bring it up because they don't want to bug me, I guess. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely some people are like, oh, are you on Megan Crane? It's like, yeah. And they'll always say, oh, what about those ticks? I hear tick jokes about everything. Oh, I like, bet. Imagine, oh, I bet you were ticked off. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, you got out of here just in the tick of time. You know, oh. like, I'm like, and actually my friend Ellen Gabar here that uh, we like to frequent. And when I go in there, um, she'll play on the jukebox, that country song. I want to check you for ticks. You ever heard that <laughs> oh yes. my gosh. You know, but you know, I love it. It's part of the story. I find it super funny. I love that other people find it funny. Who cares? Live it up. You know, we find the fact that you had to tell you were gay more, more funny. We felt bad for you about the ticks. So, because <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I know you're capable, like I'm going to make a prediction that I'm really good at football predictions because I have a minor in psychology and I'm an expert armchair survivalist and I'm just an expert at everything that I can't do myself. And I'm going to make a prediction that you are going to kill it on the next season. You Because y'all are kind of the underdogs. Y'all are both together. Y'all both have a mission and your self-esteem needs this win. Nothing's going to hold you back. And you're with a bad A. You have two bad A's who didn't get to show off what they had the first time. I'm yeah. pumping you up, Andrew. Get pumped up because I okay. know you're going to do it. We're I know excited. it. I know We're it. so I, excited. I love it. Um, <laughs> that, you know, when we first went out there, um, and I, I hope I don't get in trouble for even saying this, Chris and I had these conversations um, about, you know, on night one and night two, uh, I was in South Africa both times. So I kind of had this um I call it home court advantage that I got to be in, in near the same location both times. Um, but we had these conversations, like what it felt like to not finish the first time and, um, and uh, how do we overcome that and how do we avoid the same issues that we had prior and um, not make the same mistakes. I didn't almost set my shelter on fire the second time. <laughs> because so I yeah, learned. We did make fun of you on that one. Yeah. <laughs> I made fun of myself. Um, but yeah, it, I, I will say like, um, anyone that, that loves survivalism or just being an outdoors, hiking, backpacking, camping, there is no greater teacher. Um, whether you watch a thousand YouTube videos, or read every survival book, there's no greater teacher than being freaking out there and actually doing it. Yeah. Um, and now I can say I've been out there twice and the things that I have learned firsthand when it counts the most uh, have been unbelievable and way more things than I learned in years in Boy Scouts. Yeah. And so you feel like you're a little more prepared this time or not like a different um, area? More prepared as far as just like general knowledge for mm-hmm. sure and experience. Um, I I was more scared the second time because the second time I, I knew it was going to be hard the first time. I knew it was going to be hard. But until you go through it, you don't know how hard. So going to the second time was like, Oh, shit. you know, here we go again. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I knew what hunger truly felt like. And I knew what sleep deprivation felt like and the elements. And, uh, you know, my second challenge, it got way colder. Um, there was no um, vegetation, nothing that we could forage to eat. So my second challenge oh, is exceptionally more difficult than the first. One. Okay. Don't tell me the answer to this. No I more. don't want to know, but let me tell you, but this is all I, when you said that, all I could think was, did y'all cuddle? Because you know his cuddle game was completely <laughs> off, and now oh. I just can't. I just cannot handle it. Like, oh now my gosh, is, I cannot is, wait to see it. Yes, this is this is an important piece of cuddling, and this is the ongoing. People always say, "Why didn't you cuddle?" Cuddling only works if you don't 
have fire. Okay, now here's why. Now say this is, okay, my hand's the fire, right? Mm -hmm. Now someone's gonna lay here. They're gonna have the fire next to them. Okay, that's a good spot. Then who's gonna lay here? Then they get no fire heat at all because this person is blocking them. Okay, uh, so this person is screwed um, when you have a fire. So if you have a fire, you just want to lay here and your partner here because the fire is a hundred times more warm than body heat. Uh, um, so cuddling does work in a survival situation if you're unable to make fire. If you're able to make fire, you should both be as close to those flames as possible. Bam. Wow, that's something today. <laughs> so Brandon lied to me Ooh. back in high school. But I will I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just Brandon, kidding. Dog. Um, <laughs> but also, uh, Chris, uh, who is my, my brother forever, um, he has RLS. He has restless leg syndrome. Leg syndrome. So he really doesn't even cuddle at home because he can't. Because he'll, he'll, oh, yeah, he said he that. That leg shake. And um, which you would keep your partner from being able to sleep as well. Um, so that was also a piece of that that I don't think they ever mentioned on his his challenge. He may not have mentioned that at all. No, he did mention mm. it, oh, and I, I called him out on it because when you get to when your wife gives you permission to cuddle strange, you take mm -hmm. it. And so his <laughs> wife said his wife personally reached out to me and said, "Thank you for getting on to him." <laughs> yeah, but Kristen, I had this conversation too. If the situation calls for a walk here, we are going to cuddle. And he said, absolutely. If it, that's what it takes to survive, you're going to do anything. So he is, he's not above it. He doesn't think it's stupid. He just has to do it. If the situation requires it, he's ready to do it. Well, great. Hey, well, thank wow. you so much for this time. Debbie, you have anything else? I have one more question, but I'm going to wait till the very end. I, I do have one. One, one, one more question. Um, and I don't know if it's something you talk about or when, do they come and ask you if you want to do another show or yes. is it something um, like you're on board with if they ever want to come ask you or how did that go? Yeah. You generally um, get an email that says, do you want to go again? Oh. <laughs> and then and what, when you open that one, it's like, whoop, and you see oh. it and read it. You're, you're, you just get kind of lightheaded. It's kind of, <laughs> kind of God's like, oh God. What did your partner oh, no. say? Was your partner like, do it, do it um yeah for sure yeah um my boyfriend's super supportive um yeah. it's nice. tricky for us because uh on this lap on my second challenge we ha we've just bought a house we haven't been here that long and oh uh, congrats thank you thank you that's i'm in it right now and um <laughs> the day that we got the keys to the house is the day i flew to africa um so <laughs> it was we had all of our belongings that we'd ever owned all our furniture all of my crap back here all of it was in a truck out on the street and he had to drive me to the airport, then get the keys and move all of our stuff and decorate. So oh my goodness. And he moved here from another state, uh, from Nashville. And so all of a sudden he's in a city he's never lived in, in a state he's never lived in, and I leave him for a month. And so and my, my friends, my family, my parents, everybody, people came and helped, of course. Um, oh. But uh, he's sexy, by the way. awesome. That is so awesome. I yeah. have checked out your social media, and y'all need to make sure <laughs> that you follow Andrew because he's hot. His his um, boyfriend is hot, too. I've checked out <laughs> Checked out the pictures. He's laying over here he, on the couch. Right he, he is up to par. I give you my thumb and my seal of approval because I was like, oh, check him out. Look at his outfit. And that's why I want to know. How do y'all get your style? Because I have no style. 
and you and your boyfriend are just styling it all yes. up. Yes. First of all, your shirt is cute as can be. I've been wanting to comment on that. <laughs> Thank <all> you. <laughs> I love it. I'm actually a terrible dresser. So um, we, okay, so this is a true story. I'm, I'm going to go to wrap up. So we have all kinds of friends here. A lot of my friends are like hunters. I have like my redneck gay friends where I like we can like, hunt and go to the lake. But then I also have my fancy gay friends, and I'm not really a fancy gay. So I call them the Gucci gays because I think they're <laughs> Gucci and Prada. And I was like, I was like, they're Gucci gays, but I'm like an old Navy gay. Like, <laughs> I, I don't have fancy clothes. So like, I have, I have two news interviews tomorrow morning, and I'm already like, I don't know what I'm going to wear. I got like three t-shirts. And I, you so. always oh look my good. You yes. always look good. I like the suspenders. We love you for being on the show. We thank you so much. I, I cannot wait to see it. I I'm going to put it out there again. Very excited. On Valentine's Day, I'm going to put it out there that by the end of the next show, when they show it, I believe that Andrew is going to be a freaking legend. I, I just know it. He's going <laughs> to yes. make history and he's going to be a freaking legend. Hmm. Him and Chris. And it's we the, can't it's wait. The, it's the power of both of them. And I, I believe it. I, I believe it. He made it to. Yeah, I, I believe bow, it. I did bring a bow and arrow set uh, on the second challenge, and that was really fun to play with. Oh, nice. Yeah. Good, good. I, I I know it. All right. Well, thank you so much, <laughs> Debbie. Anything else before we go? Nope. I think we're good. Thank you oh. so much for meeting us. It was great talking yeah, to you. Thank you all so, so much. Thank you yeah. so much. And good luck with your interviews tomorrow. And I just cannot wait. I love you. And this is Oh Heck nah. And thank you again for Andrew Shea being on the show. Peace. <laughs> Peace <Yeah>. out. <laughs> thank you so much. Y'all have a good one.